welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium-ish. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we talk all things paranormal, go on the occasional investigation, and receive messages from spirit and our spirit guides along the way. This is Ghosties. (laughs) Who scared me? Girl, (laughs) I'm trying to get into this thing. I'm having all the full moon issues tonight. Is it the full moon yet? It is, isn't it? Tomorrow, I think. Oh, Lord Jesus. As I was trying to get on, my student that just called me from her grandmother's phone to talk to me <laughs> tried to video call me and texted me from some other phone. <laughs> I was like, you are a mess. You oh cannot, my- cannot reach out to me. You are <laughs> a former student of mine. You should be in bed. You're in fourth grade. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole mess. Goodness. Welcome. Welcome to the Ghosties podcast. Yes. What has been up? Oh, girl. Just, as I say always, surviving. Same. Weeks from Christmas until Christmas, and it's my last, like, week-ish of fall classes, so this semester will be over. Mm Mm-hmm. I will have a few weeks break, meaning I won't have schoolwork to do, but I'll have a million other things to do. Nice. Are you ready for Christmas? Uh, We got the tree up the other day. Um, The indoor decorations are up. Kyle's going to do outdoor um, this coming weekend. He's got, he's volunteering at the church on Saturday uh, while I'm doing my sessions. So he's going to be there and then uh melissa's daughter one of her daughters has her birthday on saturday so we're gonna go to her birthday uh then come home the christmas parade is also that day so we'll go to the parade and then we're gonna try and put our decorations um up on the house oh that is a lot going on yes girl yes Mm. really busy and then like presents we're doing okay we're a little ahead at least like more so than we are usually um but it's still giving me anxiety (laughs) um yeah I'm not even trying like I feel like I'm like all right I've got some done and like that's it but then I go oh wait there's all these family members coming in town like the day after Christmas and so I'm gonna have to get more (laughs) oh yeah yeah, I'm like why do we even have to do this (laughs) I know and then oh sorry no you go ahead it's cool the the currents do something cool every year um like in the past we got presents for everybody and we stopped doing that and a couple of years we did white elephant exchanges um and then we would now we just pick uh like a family and we'll buy a present for the family that we pick nice i like that Mm mm-hmm um, I've tried to tell everybody like time spent is fine like don't buy me anything but that also means like my kids don't need anything <laughs> like they have so much and people just buy them so many things like let's just not <laughs> but yeah. people still want to buy them toys because they're kids I get it but I'm like oh can we not I told Jackson I was like listen if you want presents you have to pick three presents that you don't use anymore so that we can send them to Santa so he can 
make them all shiny and new and give them to kids that don't have any. So he has been picking present or picking toys out that he doesn't want. And because we got to downsize in order if, if we're going to receive more, I can't, there's too many toys in this house. I love that though. I think that's so good. Yeah. Well, I told you, I did tell you that like I downloaded that app. And so Santa has been calling him. Yes. That was game. Girl. Listen. If you guys don't know about this and you have kids, <clears throat> Santa will personally call your child. Um, they will he will prove to them that he knows who they are based on like their interests <laughs> and how old they are. And he will, depending on what the circumstances, tell them that they're on the naughty list or that they're on the nice list, like whatever. And let me tell you, dinner time has been a struggle, but not the past two nights since Santa has been calling saying, I hear you're not eating your dinner and you're on the naughty list. And he gets all like wide eyed. (laughs) It's it's called like message from Santa or something. And it's the best thing. I think so hysterical too. Like, because I think most kids, when they hear from Santa, they kind of suspect that it's dad probably because it might sound a little bit like dad. Right. if Mike is sitting there with y'all and there's this strange male voice calling, I cannot even imagine. I can see his face now. Well, it, not only that, it plays, um, what song is it? I don't know if it's Joy to the World or something. It plays a special song because it's Santa's ringtone and it shows his face and he'll do video messages too, apparently, but I have not done, I have not asked him for a video message, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just got your message that says, did you get it? That's how slow things are moving for me tonight. Oh my goodness. Sorry, I just got off of topic, but yeah. So message from Santa. Um, I am really enjoying having Santa call and keep my kid in check. Um, But can we talk about your internet weirdness? How's that going? So it started happening again last night, Um, but we kind of like talked to some of the neighbors in the neighborhood everybody else that has Cox has seemed to be having the same issues as us over the last like two weeks now. So it seems to be like something with Cox that's going on. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I've something's gone with my phone like the past week to where not even week though, but I'm not getting emails. Like typically at work, all my emails come through just fine. I don't connect to the Wi-Fi at work and um, they come through. They have not been. So I'm missing all kinds of emails. And at the end of the day, all of a sudden they're like coming in in abundance. And I'm like, things I've missed during the day. I'm like, oh, great. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm, everything's delayed and I don't know. Things are weird. Goodness. Full moon vibes. Well, do you want me to tell you the doozy that I was going to save until after the podcast? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Do I need a blanket? Am I going to be scared? You will be scared. Oh, God. But that, uh, just, it's okay. Creepy. So- oh, God. I'm, hold on. Let me get a blanket. All right. Talk. I'm just walking and getting a blanket because I'm scared. <laughs> so, I can't remember if I've told you this, but I have had this, like, recurring dream and recurring memory that seems to pop up around the holidays. And I've had this since I was a little kid. And when I've dreamt it, I see myself... I'm a female and I'm probably like in my early to mid, maybe late twenties. I know that I'm young. I've got dark hair and it seems to be like in the sixties at most, probably like 
early mid 60s somewhere around there i get into my car and i have gloves on so i took my gloves off and i put them over my purse that's sitting in the passenger side seat and i get in my car and i start driving it's nighttime and i know that it's close to christmas because there's something i can't tell if it's food that I have covered that's sitting in the floorboard of my passenger side seat or if it's presents that are breakable but something's sitting in my passenger side seat right and then the floorboard I see myself drive my car onto a bridge and there's traffic and I stop on the traffic you know and we're at a standstill basically and then I watch as the bridge collapses and my car goes into the water so I had been setting the intention with my spirit guides over the last like probably six months that I wanted to have some sort of like past life regression session, but I didn't know who to reach out to because I haven't had a session done for myself. So I don't really know who to trust. And there's not a ton of people also like locally that do that kind of stuff. So I just set the intention, bring the right person to me if I'm supposed to have this type of session done. Well, all of a sudden over the last week, I've started having that dream again. And I've started having that memory pop up, especially when I'm standing at the sink, like washing dishes at night. So I asked the guys, I was like, all right, this is obviously important. Have whoever is supposed to do a session on me come forward if that particular life needs to be explored or if that's connected even to a past life. Girl, yesterday. I got a message from a big content creator on TikTok that I already followed that's um, a QHHT practitioner. So she's certified in Dolores Cannon's uh, past life regressions uh, technique. She does past life uh, hypnosis sessions. um, And then she's certified in a couple other different techniques. She reached out to me basically and said, I'd like to do a collaboration with you. Would you like for us to do a past life healing session for free? All that's required of me is just for it to be videotaped. And that's it. Oh, wow. Girl, it was the craziest synchronicity. Well, you asked and they uh, provided. Yeah. So then get this. So I had never really thought to maybe Google some of the like experiences that had happened and what I saw in my dream. So last night at three in the morning, I get up and I'm Googling like bridge collapses in the United States in 1940. Well, there was one, but there was no actual fatalities. A dog was the only thing that died. It went over in the car that it was in. So then I start scaling forward in the years to see when the next bridge collapse was that had fatalities. I'll give you one guess. I already know it's the silver bridge. Girl, I almost... As soon as you said that, I was like, Mothman, like the Silver Bridge collapsed. Girl, it was like the top of my skull blew off. Right. (laughs) Sleep after that. I was like, my God, I sat there staring at the ceiling for the rest of the night. I thought, you've got to be joking me. Is this why, even as a kid, I couldn't go over the Coleman Bridge going into Gloucester without, like, breaking into a sweat? Like, what the heck? (laughs) Girl, bridges just freak me out in general. So I cannot imagine if, you know, you had like a past life death on one. Oh, I mean, y'all, I could be totally wrong. I could just be, this could just be a dream. So let's keep that in mind. But 
it's a really weird synchronicity and mm-hmm. a odd ones. So well, that'll be exciting to find out. I know, right? I'll keep you. Mm-hmm. Put- <laughs> hey y'all, it's Christina from the ghosties podcast. And I get this question all the time. How can I book a session with you? Head on over to christinathemedium.com. I offer meet your spirit guide sessions, spirit chat phone calls with yours truly, distance Reiki by proxy sessions, as well as Reiki certification classes. If you've been thinking for a while now about jumpstarting your spiritual awakening and healing journey, definitely check out christinathemedium.com or find me on my TikTok channel at Christina the Medium and click on my link tree to book a session. Looking forward to working with each of you. Love y'all. Oh, hello. And away we go. If this doesn't download, I promise you I'm flipping a table. <laughs> Not on a full moon eve, okay? Right. So, <clears throat> we, this is our monthly conspiracy episode, which is my jam. Yes. Um. And last week, we were supposed to record it one night, and I cannot remember. I think you all of a sudden had a headache and said, can we not tonight? And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Because I was, like, exhausted. Oh, now I'm going to yawn. Great. Here we go. <laughs> and um, I just thought it was funny because you said you had a splitting headache out of nowhere, and I had one, too. And I said, well, it's probably because of the topic. We are going to talk about the conspiracies behind JFK's death. Yes. I'm stoked. And on a side note, since then, um, we I've had a lot of synchronicities with the actual episode. I think, I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday, I was kind of scrolling through Hulu for something to watch. And I had watched American Crime Story or something. It was the Monica Lewinsky Bill Clinton thing so one of the suggested ones had um can't think of his name uh James something I don't know he what was you know what I can't he was a bad guy in Spider-Man I can't remember what his name is but it's a show about pretty much how he is able to time travel back to stop JFK's assassination oh it's 1963 sure yep sounds right watched it it's a Steven- okay mm-hmm. I have not I watched a little bit of it and I was like what is this oh okay so that was very you know strange yeah and then I came across several TikToks talking about some information that I'm going to get into later just randomly I hadn't I didn't search anything about JFK um, and then today I was doing like a Facebook scroll this evening and a lady I know had commented on this post from back in November and it didn't even have the title JFK on it, nothing. It just was a picture of him and his wife. And like, I don't know if it was the day of, but it was in a car. And I was like, this is just so weird that all these things are popping up. Well, you know, speaking of synchronicity in regards to him, like Missy said, that night that we were all set to record, I didn't know anything about the topic of this episode. And probably around midday or so, I'd had a dull headache but towards like lunchtime on it started getting worse and worse and worse. I took 
Excedrin, nothing was touching it. Um, and the closer we got into the evening, the worse it got. What was so odd was that morning, right before my headache started, I was listening to a different podcast and the guest that they had that day was talking about, uh, the Kennedy curse. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't want to touch on the Kennedy curse so much as I wanted to do JFK first. just in general yeah and excuse me there are so many like theories as to what happened that I we're not even I think I'm going to touch on like four or five of them kind of but there there's just so many um so I'm going to do a little bit of the background information I'm not going to go crazy into the story everybody pretty much knows what happened that day and then we're going to dive into some of the conspiracies yeah and away we go. All right. The day is November 22nd, 1963. <laughs> Kennedy and his wife, um, Jacqueline, and the rest of the uh, honorage, they came to Northwest Dallas at Love Field at about 11.38 a.m. They were supposed to have a motorcade proceed through Love Field to downtown, stopping at the trademark at 12.15 to deliver a speech and share a steak luncheon, excuse you, with some local government and like business leaders and their spouses. They actually, they're running late for that. Um, hang on, sorry. My notes are all over the place right here. I wrote these all on index cards. Um, so the plan was they were going to start at Love Field and make a specific route downtown. And apparently that exact route could not be driven that day because several of the roads had changed. Oh, what does that mean? I have no idea. So the motorcade begins its route. No incidents are happening. They stopped twice so that Kennedy could shake hands with some Catholic nuns and school children. At 1229, the limousine enters Dealey Plaza, which is where his fate would, you know, bring him. They get, they turn, make like a 90 degree turn onto main from main street onto Houston street. They make another left turn, go down under the triple underpass, and that is when most witnesses recall the first shot was fired because he waved his hand, his right hand, and then they heard the first shot. A lot of people recall hearing three shots with the second and third shot bunched distinctly together. Um, And some only heard two shots, and other witnesses claim they heard up to eight shots. My goodness. So he gets shot. Apparently his head kind of springs back. He grabs his throat and then he gets shot again. So I'm not going to go into all the details of that because it's really disgusting. So they um, end up getting him to the hospital and unfortunately they cannot save him, which they knew before he got there, they weren't going to be able to, but out of good measure, they had to go there, you know, just to see if they could do anything. So that is the basis of what happened to him that day. We are going to go into all of the stories and conspiracies. So buckle up. I'm ready. Now, we all know that the person that was penned as being the shooter was Lee Harvey Oswald. But I want to know why. So the first one I'm going to go into is the theory of the grassy knoll. So in 1964, the Warren Commission determined that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone as the lone shooter. 
However, most people disagree. Did you know there was committees put together <laughs> just to figure out who, like what happened? Like actual committees, government committees. I've heard. So, yeah. 1976, there was a select committee of assassinations. Okay. They decided that there was perhaps or possibly a second gunman on the grassy knoll that day. Overlooking the site of the motorcade. In 1982, the alternate committee um, said that reliable acoustic data doesn't support a second gunman. So they've actually gone through these videos and listened and determined there could only be one, which is really strange. So this one is just saying there could have been a second shooter on the grassy knoll, but they haven't proved it for sure yet. So that was just a quick overview of the first one. This one intrigues me. Number two, this is the Umbrella Man. On the day of the assassination, Louis Stephen Witt was spotted with an umbrella in Dealey Plaza. Why did he have an umbrella? No one knows because it was sunny out. Interesting. Caught on film, you can see him raise the umbrella into the air as the car drives past. Was it a signal? Did he blow a poisonous dart? Who knows? But either way, as soon as the car drives by, he raises the umbrella up in the air. Was he just waving? I don't know. He did an interview 15 years later saying he was just doing it to heckle Kennedy as he himself was a conservative and heard that the umbrella was a sore spot for the Kennedy family. What? Apparently, the umbrella was associated with the British Prime Minister, Neville Chamberlain who, like JFK's father, supported um, appeasement prior to World War II. So he says he was just doing it to mess with him. Like, because he didn't, you know, agree with him. So he's holding it up like, you know, kind of like a middle finger, but it's a an umbrella. But other people think that maybe he was signaling for the shot to go off. Yeah, that's really suspicious. Yeah, on a sunny day, no rain. He's just got an umbrella. And okay, I can see if it was a woman, you know, because some women, they would carry umbrellas when it was sunny out if they were, you know, you know. Yeah. But I doubt it. You're there to see the president. You're not really concerned about like shielding your your face from the sun. Okay. We're not worried about UV rays this day. I keep hearing that there's something in, uh, sorry, there's something in the records Yes. Oh, that's coming up. Okay. Hmm, I can't wait to talk about that because I'm just ready for it. Okay. The third one is the mob. The third conspiracy is that the mob had something to do with it. Mm -hmm. Apparently, a lot of people speak of the Kennedy's connection to organized crime mobs. In fact, they believe that JFK received help to win the election this way. Um, But others think they were at odds. Why do you ask? I'm going to tell you. So, apparently JFK, because he was not successful in overthrowing Fidel Castro in Cuba, um, this meant that mafia-run casinos remained closed, and it was, you know, bad for the mom. Also, Robert Kennedy was coming down on the mob while acting as attorney general, and he was actually chasing a case on Jimmy Hoffa. So this led people to believe that the mob are the ones who came after JFK to assassinate him interesting yes i did not know all that wow so 
And <coughs> my fourth conspiracy, gosh, there are so many, but these are the main ones that kind of were intriguing to me, <coughs> is that what everybody thinks, the government did it. <laughs> Our government, come on, they would never do such a thing. <clears throat> Was it a rogue CIA agent? After all, CIA agents, uh, officials were not happy with Kennedy over the Bay of Pigs invasion which if you don't know what the Bay of Pigs was, it was a failed mission to attempt to take over Castro's government. And a lot of CIA lives, I believe, were lost that day. Right. Yes. So they think that somebody in the CIA that was angry over what happened or the loss of those people actually shot him. Um, Others think that John F. Kennedy's driver shot him. They say in that video, um, that you can see him turning around right before he shot. Oh boy. Goodness. So some of the reports say the shot goes through his back out through his throat and then hits, um, it hit another, I don't know if it was a Senator or what that I read, but someone else got shot too. But the first one they're saying went through him and actually shot somebody else also. Hmm. But some people think that the driver was on the you know was working obviously for the government because he was and turned around and shot him and that's why his fate like head went back the way he did i hate to even talk about that because it's so like morbid right yeah you know there were a lot of things you know how every government is they're always at odds like there's not just ever <laughs> not everybody agrees right. so because of a lot of controversy that he had been in and maybe even about to become a whistleblower on some things they think the government like silenced him yes mm-hmm. you know it's very interesting um i'm hearing this in my head too i feel like there was a couple of things that he was about to come forward about and mm-hmm. um like i'm hearing something about our food yeah like how there was um there wasn't like gmos and stuff until like i think the 70s is what i'm hearing was gonna basically put his foot down and say no absolutely not we're not messing with their food and they were like well can't have this but that wasn't the only thing i feel like lots of different things that kind of contribute this right so apparently 61 percent of people think that kennedy's death had more than one player that it wasn't just Lee Harvey Oswald <clears throat> that showed up to um, kill him. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> My throat is starting to get all, <clears throat> I feel like it's closing up and I'm getting stuffy. Go figure. Like you've got a spirit in there with you. <clears throat> Probably. So um, the CIA and FBI are still currently concealing and protecting live sources Yep, that's what I thought. They are. Mm-hmm. 14,000, cl- I just got all the goosebumps, classified documents remain sealed at the National Archive, even though a 1992 pre- transparency law was supposed to force their release. <laughs> Interesting. So they want to make everybody that was alive during that is gone. That's exactly what was said in the things I was reading. Mm-hmm. Because it's also a matter of 
swear is, I know, I swear I wrote this down and none of it is on here. Oh, here it is. The files include his death, Lee Harvey Oswald, and Jack Ruby, who was the Dallas strip club owner who murdered Oswald two days after JFK's assassination. Mm -hmm. Um, The DEA is also in on protecting sources of over 6,000 Sorry, no, they're, they're protecting sources. Over 6,000 of previously classified documents were from the La Costa Nostra, which was a crime organization in Mexico. Oh, my God. So the DEA was in on it. There was drug stuff. <clears throat> um, oh. Other concealed information details active U.S. war plans foreign government information, information on nuclear weapons, CIA safe house locations, and even prisoner of war debriefing information. That's what these documents have. Oh my goodness. So they are uh, protecting people that are not only in our country, but around the world that were involved in different you know, military operations and government things at that time. And they know that if they release this information, it could be fatal for some of these people. Wow. In 1990, millions of these documents, uh, pages were made public. They rewrote, it says, they rewrote the story of the assassination. What? Yep. The documents pointed fingers at Oswald solely. Some showed a CIA station in Mexico City involved in a cover-up due to video surveillance of Oswald being there weeks prior. Being in Dallas weeks prior? Being in Mexico City. So there was a CIA station in Mexico City that they think, like, that Oswald was at weeks prior. So they think that he went there. Oh, to make, like, his connection. with With the CIA, yeah. Whoever was giving him orders, he was making. Many of the sources are still living, many outside of the U.S., and they could not have protection if their names are released. Um, They were supposed to force the release last year. However, apparently in nine days, these documents are going to be released. Do you think they will? No. I don't know. Not, not anything we want to see. I don't. Apparently, think- it was so bad that they were like, literally, like, make them to where nobody can see these until like the year twenty twenty three or something. And like, seriously, they just were like, nope, we can't have people knowing this. Like all these things, it would literally just destroy every like measure of national security. <laughs> well, that also makes me wonder, like. What would be that scandalous to the public, like to the, you know, just regular civilian life? What would be so scandalous that they would have to seal the records until that many years later? I mean, why? Why is there so much involved with the DEA and cartels? Okay. And why are there prisoner of war? Um, declassification interviews in there. It's just all very strange. There's a lot to unpack there, and I want to unpack all of it, but we can't. But, I mean, there's just so many aspects, which, excuse me, 
I mean, how could you not, based on everything that's in there, how could we not know that, who did it? Come on. Right. That it was not just some random guy. Then he just so happened to get killed two days later himself. Come on. I keep seeing, like, this scene. Guys are showing me, like, bullets went in from two. One, two. Honestly, I'm seeing three separate. Yeah, I heard three before you even said that. Yeah, I'm seeing one went through the throat. One went through the side of his head. So sorry, guys. Uh, and there was another that looks like it went through the back. Yeah. There was a governor that also got shot. Um, let's see. There was a witness that got shot, I think, in the f- in the face also. Like, there was just way too many people that got shot. Um, the bullet or bullet fragment that struck the concrete curb after one of the shots was never found. What? Mm. Mm. Also, apparently there was some weirdness about, um, like getting him to the hospital and like why they even, the way they did it, like there was no way they could save him. And who was it? Sorry, I didn't write this part down in my notes and I should have. That was to become president after him. Who was his vice president? I was literally just thinking you read my mind. Wasn't it a LBJ? Yes, I'm pretty sure it was Lyndon B. Johnson. I'm pretty sure because I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to like speak incorrectly. Um, He was at the hospital and he told them not to announce it until he could safely exit the area because they didn't know if it was like a foreign attack, they didn't know if it was Russia. They didn't know if it was someone that was coming after as many as people as they could, because they knew all those government officials were there. They didn't know. So he did not um, let them release it until he was safely out of the area. The, the guys are showing me, you remember the pictures, like as he's being sworn in and Jackie's standing there with them. Mm-hmm. they're showing me the, <clears throat> these people standing like over to the left of Lyndon B. Johnson like he's got his hand up being sworn in and there's people over like over his right shoulder I wonder um, if they're wearing hats because I'm seeing hats uh, I'm seeing like this smirk on one of their faces are you feeling like a mob relation something along those lines like they're government officials but they have some sort of organized crime link to yeah. mm-hmm. I'm looking up the picture right now as you're saying it nope no hats because they were all because I wouldn't think they would be but I'm just seeing two men with hats like rounded oh this is why here's the picture what is this picture I don't know I'm after looking at that picture that I just found because when I searched his swearing in ceremony in 1961, it came up with a picture of him standing outside. And right behind old Johnson, you have some men in some rounded hats. Oh my goodness. There you go. And one with a really tall top hat. <laughs> goodness. Not a tall top hat. <laughs> It was just always such a creepy picture to me, especially, um, I think they tried to get Jackie to like change her 
her Chanel suit and she said, no, I want them to be able to see what they did to, to Jack. And she was covered in blood. Oh, she said like, apparently one of the things and sorry, trigger alert. Um, if you don't like gross things, apparently one of the things she said, said were his brains are in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was probably so heartbreaking was when she, I think she probably just went into shock and went into fight or flight when she started to crawl out of the car. Mm-hmm. I just, I cannot even imagine. Yeah. I just, yeah. Devastating. Anyways, there's a thousand more conspiracies we could touch on. If you have, if anybody has any favorites around the JFK assassination, then um, send them our way and we can, um, talk about them on social media or do a live or something whenever we have time for one of those again <laughs> i know right yeah because this is a really good one so yeah this was awesome i'm also a, sometimes a little hesitant to talk about this there are so many conspiracies surrounding all the kennedys like you said the kenny curse everything and like i don't know i don't want our episode to um disappear off of anchor <laughs> Like, which one was it? Skinwalker Ranch? Yes. Yeah, Skinwalker Ranch disappeared. The episode who, that shall not be named. (laughs) That's that's right. No, y'all, like, if y'all, there's definitely something to the fact that the Kennedys have a really unfortunate history when it comes to people passing away in their family. Um, Like, I had no idea the magnitude of it until I heard that podcast the morning that we were supposed to record this episode. I was shocked. Yeah. I I mean, I probably, it's something I could probably stand to listen to. Um, Multiple crashes. Not one, multiple. Like, come on. The odds. Well, that's the thing. Like multiple plane crashes, multiple assassinations, two brothers assassinated. Yeah, I mean, just it. I I think the podcast that I listened to was forty five minutes long, and it was just packed full of the most odd circumstances of passing. Yeah, you just you gotta wonder. I don't know. I don't want to say too much. Again, I don't want to get us banned, but I appreciate everyone for taking the time to listen to my little conspiracy theory tonight. Um, yes. Send us your conspiracy theories. Send us your ghost stories because the next episode is Ghost Share. And um, yeah, so find uh, send them to us at theghostiespodcast at gmail.com. Yes. All right, y'all. <laughs> find us. You know where to find us. We don't need to say it. So have a great, safe, full moon eve. Bye.